Madam President. Senator from Montana. Madam President, I rise today in the very chamber where just three presidential impeachment trials have been held over the course of our nation's history. President Johnson in 1868, President Clinton in 1999, and now President Trump. In fact, I sat at this desk the past two weeks, listening to over 65 hours of trial proceedings. And during that time, we heard from 13 witnesses. We viewed 193 video clips, 28,000 pages plus of documentation, and senators over that 16-hour period asked over 180 questions. In the Senate, we took our solemn duty very seriously. And if there's one thing to be remembered from this trial for generations to come, it is this. Sadly, over the course of our country's 244-year history, never has our nation faced such a partisan abuse of power. Never has the Senate been faced with articles of impeachment that allege no crimes in an attempt to remove a duly elected president of the United States from office. Never before have we seen such a partisan presidential impeachment process. In 1974, when President Nixon faced impeachment, Nixon, a Republican, 177 House Republicans joined Democrats in support of the impeachment inquiry. During President Clinton's impeachment, a Democrat, 31 Democrats joined House Republicans. But with President Trump, there were zero. Not one Republican supported it. In fact, there were some Democrats that opposed it. So to be clear, there was actually bipartisan opposition. This impeachment is an unprecedented purely partisan threat to the Constitution. Our founding fathers, the framers of our great Constitution, they understood what the power of impeachment meant when they gave it to Congress after great deliberation. Alexander Hamilton and James Madison feared, they feared the congressional abuse of power and legislative tyranny as they debated whether to include the power of impeachment in the Constitution. Because the founders knew the removal of a president from office amounted to a political death sentence. In Federalist 65, Hamilton warns the House could be intemperate, was the word he used, and abuse their majority. He proclaimed then the United States Senate would be the, and I used his words, unawed and uninfluenced the independent institution to determine whether a House impeachment was warranted. The founders had the wisdom to establish a two-thirds Senate vote threshold to help ensure that removal could not be achieved by mere partisan politics. The founders established that the thermonuclear option of impeachment must be bipartisan to safeguard not just the president from unwarranted removal, but importantly, to protect the will of the American people who elected the president in the first place. Unfortunately, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, House Democrats have done exactly what the founding fathers feared. 
they've ignored what House manager and the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Jerry Nadler, himself correctly observed during the 1998 Clinton impeachment when he stated, and I quote, there must never be a narrowly voted impeachment or an impeachment substantially supported by one of our major political parties and largely opposed by the other. Such an impeachment would lack legitimacy. That was Jerry Nadler in 1998. Unfortunately, Nancy Pelosi's House of Representatives discarded Nadler's very wise words, and they stubbornly defied historical precedent by rushing these articles of impeachment, driven by a Christmas deadline on a purely partisan vote and sending it to the United States Senate. The Democrats' decision was a mistake, and it's only further divided our nation during a time when we need to be working together. It was wrong, and it's damaged our country. We now need to fear for future presidents, Democrats or Republicans, who will hold the oath of office in this newly hyper-partisan era. And importantly, for the first time in our nation's history, the articles of, of presidential impeachment passed by Nancy Pelosi's House accuse President Trump of no crimes, let alone demonstrate that the president's actions warranted removal from office. This partisan and weak case from the House managers proves what this impeachment has always been about. It's about pure partisan politics. This impeachment has been nothing more than an attempt to overturn the 2016 presidential election and to severely impact the 2020 election. By the way, if we were to convict the president of either one of these articles, one or both, he literally is removed not only from office, but from the 2020 ballot. And speaking of the 2020 ballot, the 2020 election is already underway. Just yesterday, Americans cast their votes in Iowa for president of the United States. In fact, last Friday, Montanans submitted signatures and filed the paperwork to place President Trump on the Montana ballot for the 2020 election. And sadly, it's no surprise that we're in the situation today. You see, the Democrats have been obsessed with impeaching President Trump before he was even sworn in office. They could not accept the fact that Donald Trump won the 2016 election. On December 15, 2016, just five weeks following the 2016 presidential election, there was a headline from Vanity Fair, and I quote it, Democrats are paving the way to impeach Donald Trump. On January 20th, now when I think of January 20th, 2017, I think about the day the president was inaugurated, which it was. The Washington Post headline read, and I quote, the campaign to impeach President Trump has begun. This article was posted 19 minutes, just 19 minutes after President Trump was sworn in office. And it gets worse. Ten days later, on January 30th, 2017, the attorney for the whistleblower that was talked about during the trial 
the whistleblower's attorney, 10 days after President Trump was inaugurated back in 2017, he said this in a tweet, and I quote, coup has started. First of many steps, rebellion. Impeachment will follow immediately. That was the attorney for the whistleblower that really started this entire impeachment process. We've even seen some House Democrats publicly state that the only way to beat President Trump in the next election is to impeach him. Our founding fathers would be grieved by the careless use of this most powerful tool against the presidency. Impeachment is not a tool to overturn the results of a past election. It is not a tool to change the outcome of an upcoming election. You see, in America, the power of our government, it doesn't come from 100 senators in this body or a handful of lawmakers. Our power is derived from the people whom we serve. This grand American experiment of our democratic republic is built upon the idea of a government of, by, and for the people. Montanans elected me to represent them in the United States Senate, to be their voice on this floor and in Washington, D.C. Montanans overwhelmingly oppose this impeachment. Montanans stand with President Trump. In fact, President Trump won Montana by over 20 points in the 2016 election. And supporting this impeachment means ignoring the voices of Montanans who voted for President Trump in the last election. And it means silencing Montanans who planned to vote for President Trump in the 2020 election. Keep in mind, never before has the United States Senate ever removed a president from office. And it's not going to happen now. I'm voting to acquit President Donald J. Trump. For the good of our country, let it be seared in our minds forevermore. Impeachment must never, ever again be used as a partisan weapon. I encourage my colleagues on both sides of the aisle to fully understand the magnitude of what this would mean for our country. This is the first purely partisan impeachment in our nation's history, and it must be our last. It should be up to the American people to decide who their next president is, not the United States Senate. The answer is an election, not an impeachment. Madam President, I yield back.